Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Rip Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart, episode by episode, The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. At this point, there are definitely spoilers ahead, and especially there will be in this episode. Definitely. This week, we're talking about season one, episode 19, Miss Mystic Falls. This is actually the second time we're recording this episode. We had a few audio issues, so we wanted to give you guys the best episode possible. So we're a little bit delayed. If you watch the audio, you'd know. And then if you watch the video, you can see we're in a different location. Yeah. So this is the second time doing this. But <laughs> yeah. But if we had to do a second watch yes. of an episode, Miss Mystic Falls is the one I would pick from season one for sure. Yeah. This is an amazing episode. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, obviously Miss Mystic Falls, the title says it all. It's the first Miss Mystic Falls pageant. Yeah. Um, the big things in this episode are that. Mm-hmm. Stefan being completely out of control. Yeah. If the last episode was under control, <laughs> this episode should have been titled yeah. Out of Control. Yeah, like no control. <laughs> Not any. Yeah. So far past being any in control. Yeah, no. And then, you know, some more Jeremy and Anna drama, John mm-hmm. drama, those things. Yeah. And of course, probably the biggest Delena episode of this season. Definitely of season yeah. one. So, and I think again with the Stefan stuff, it's notable that this is the first episode where Stefan is really the antagonist. Like, yeah. he's the problem in this episode. Yeah, he definitely is. And it's really the first time we sort of see him in that role. Yeah. Up until now, it's been Damon. Yes. John, Damon, a little yeah, bit, John, in my opinion. The Tomb Vampires. <laughs> yeah, Tomb yeah. Vampires. This yeah. is the first one where, like, everything could have, it could have been a great day, but Stefan. It could have been. <laughs> Stefan but caused some not. problems. Yep. Um, and, of course, we do start off with Stefan arriving at school. And it is the hottest that Stefan Salvatore has ever looked. He oh comes God. in with his little red car that they fixed up on the double yep. date. He's yeah. got his sunglasses on, looking like James Dean. Yeah. And it's just so perfect. Yes. Love it. I think you can really see in Paul's face, yeah. acting, all of that. This is the first time they let him have fun. <laughs> like, true. he's actually... You know, he gets to show his range. Up until now, he's kind of been pretty, like, one One tone. Yeah, Yeah. just tortured, sad, the protector. Like Damon says later on, the poster child for Prozac. Yeah, literally, that's Stefan's whole vibe. And this is the first episode. Last episode as well, obviously. But, like, this one, he's fully now embraced this other Stefan. And um, that's what we get right off the bat. And so I love that they introduce us with such un-Stefan entrance of, like, this really dramatic driving in on his car looking, like, really hot. And, like, the one thing I will say that I'm disappointed on a little bit is the music choice that they did in this scene. I don't know why. They picked a song that's very, like, teen, like, pop star vibes and I wish they had picked something that was like a little bit more like dangerous like rock and roll vibes that speaks more to like what Stefan's actually experiencing I know I wish they had reached into like their Damon playlist and pulled a little something from there or even their Klaus playlist they didn't have it yet they didn't didn't have it yet but But still yeah yeah, like it feels like they need to do something like that because what ends up happening in the scene is of course Elena comes over they Mm -hmm. chat for like a second and he says yes to grab something out of his car and shady Stefan has Empty blood bags, tons of them. Drained. Like, you know how when you, like, drink a Capri Sun and you can make it, like, (laughs) highlight the straw because you've drained it so dry? That's how the blood bags look. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly true. It's like, and there's just tons of them in the trunk. Yeah, And he just just grabs his little backpack and moves on, like, whatever. Yeah. Shady man. He's a weasley little liar. Yeah, he really is. in this episode. Yeah, and he's always saying Damon's a liar, but Stefan really 
disproves that in this yes. episode. He can be too. Time and time again. Yeah. So, yeah. So we start off the bat. Stefan's just off the rails. Yes. Then we cut to John and Damon and Liz who are meeting at the Founders Hall. We yep. had the um, event there last episode or an episode ago. Yeah. yeah last episode. And so now we're also going to have the dance there. Um I wish they used this building more. It's interesting that they have a building just for Founders events. Yeah, I know. And it really is underutilized. They start mm-hmm. doing a lot of things at the Lockwood Mansion. Oh, all the time. Which is, I don't know why. I yeah. guess it's just... I do like that mansion better, I think. But it just, story-wise, doesn't make sense that they're doing everything at the mayor's house. No. I've never been at our mayor's house. No, never. I wouldn't even want to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. even know who the mayor is anymore. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know currently. So it's just yeah. odd that they Weird. always choose to meet there. Yeah. And in this case, they're meeting at the Founders Hall to discuss the fact that um, the blood banks are getting yes. drained in other towns. I think John calls out that, like, yeah. you know, the other hospitals' blood banks are going missing. Yeah, not in Mystic Falls, but the surrounding areas, yeah. which is why John brought it to their attention and yeah. why they didn't realize, like, why Liz didn't realize. Yeah, because for some reason they haven't thought that they needed to check the blood other, banks in yeah. other towns. Like, it yeah. only could be Miss Mystic Falls. That's the only place a vampire would go for some reason. Once again, underestimating yeah. vampires because obviously you wouldn't go to the Mystic Falls Hospital. I yeah. don't know. I don't know why they don't think these things through. But John is really calling out the mm-hmm. the failings of the council and yes. bringing them to attention. He's not mm-hmm. calling out that he knows that Damon's a vampire, but he's at least going to call that out. Yeah, and he's kind of dancing around it. I mean, he's... Yeah, he's being pretty pointed. Saying it without saying it, yeah. Yeah, as much as he can without getting himself killed again. (laughs) Yes, yeah, for sure. But out of this, I don't even know how it comes together, but... It comes together that Damon and John are going to work together to yeah. figure out what's happening to all these Because they're bags. the two aces, the, yeah, the first the, son and um, the savior of Mystic Falls. the first Falls. son and Vampire Slayer. Yeah. yeah. Literal Buffy in their midst. Yeah. It's Liz's dream team. Yeah. Truly. Liz, John, and Damon, the dream team. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Um, so back at school, Stefan mm-hmm. is finally going to school. I don't think he's yeah. gone in like months. Um, no. Because he hasn't gone since the tomb thing happened. and. No. I mean, I yeah, don't no. know that he was even really going before that. No. So and he's he's finally at school. Yeah. And Bonnie finally back from yeah. after Graham's died. I don't think she's yeah. been in it since episode 14. No, it's been a long time since Bonnie's yeah. been in it. And she hasn't been going to school since that time, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It had to be at least a month. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. And a couple weeks. Yeah, at least. And it's so funny, this scene, because... They all, like, pick up in Alaric's classroom. Yes. And he's, like, giving, you know, the start of class. And he says that um, they'll be focusing on local history this week in honor of Founders Day. Because apparently the team, the town leaders think that... you know, local news is more important than World War II, which yeah. I just thought was such a funny thing to say, to be like... That's a really small town thing. Oh, like, that's such a small town thing. I'm supposed to be teaching you about World War II this week, but instead we're going to yeah. focus on the Battle of Willow Creek. Like, yes. I feel like that definitely happened in high school to us. I'm, I'm sure we talked sure about did. local things. When, yeah, when you should be talking about bigger stuff, which I guess local history is important in some ways. It but is. But a whole week? A whole In yeah, high school, whole that's week, a long I mean, time. Which they probably get every year. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So anyway, so Bonnie's back at school so she can Mm. learn just in time for uh, Founders Week. Yeah. And Stefan's there. And they have a whole little awkward moment where Bonnie doesn't acknowledge Stefan and Elena. Like they say hi, but she kind of just gives them like a weird like side eye. Like she doesn't really want to. Yeah. And Stefan, I mean, he's so energized. Like we were saying, he's. He's so not himself. Yeah. Like staring at Bonnie, trying to get her attention, like smiling at her. 
she's having none of it. Yeah. And I feel like, again, Paul is really pulling this off well because, mm-hmm. like, he genuinely looks like he's on drugs. But, yeah. like, only to the point where, like, if you know to look for it, it looks like he's on drugs. But if you didn't know, you would he's think he's playing fine. It cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing it cool. So it's, like, very interesting that. I don't know. He strikes like that perfect balance of looking like yes. just enough unhinged, but like trying to pretend it's all cool. Yeah. yeah. It works really well. It's a great episode for Paul Wesley. Absolutely. Yeah. So people not attending school, Anna goes over to the Salvatore house to meet up with Damon um, yep. because she's apologizing about the whole tomb vampire thing. Mm-hmm. You know, she says that her mom doesn't really do apologies, right. but her mom is pissed because the tomb vampires did try to overthrow Pearl and like obviously went against her wishes. So she just kind of tries to make good with Damon and, um, you know, he's just like, we'll stop robbing the blood banks where she's like, that's we're That's, not doing that. Nobody yeah, else no. is here. Every tomb vampire has left town now. It's just Anna, Pearl, and Harper are the only ones. Yeah, which again, Damon is thinking, you know, all of these blood banks around town, like in the county, yeah. everywhere but Mystic Balls yeah. has been robbed. He thinks it's these 26, 25, however many they're down to. He thinks it's all of these tomb vampires. It's just Stefan. It's only Stefan. It's just Stefan. And Anna even says, it's just me, my mom, and Harper. Yeah. The three of us would not need to rob all of these blood banks. No. Stefan cleaning them out. Yeah. He has a one-man show. No blood left in the county. If you need surgery, it's over. It's over (laughs) in that county. Yeah, truly. Yeah, no, Stefan, yeah, again, it emphasizes how gone Stefan is, that he is literally draining enough that that Damon assumed the entirety of the tomb vampires yeah. were drinking what Stefan alone is drinking. Yes. It's really unhinged. So, you know, he, he does make good with Anna in this scene. Yeah. I think they've not necessarily struck up a partnership, but, you know, some, you know, they're There's good. There's an understanding. So, yeah, I they're think. pretty yeah. good. Um, but, of course, who is not good? Stefan. This obviously keys to Damon, who yeah, must no. be doing all of this. Um, Stefan is, of course, still at school. Mm-hmm. So is Elena and Bonnie. And Elena tries to grab Bonnie after yeah. class to, like, talk to her. And this plot line just makes me so sad. I like, know. this whole little bit. Because, you know, she tries to talk to her. And Bonnie doesn't want to really, like, interact. Um, but before they can, like, break apart, Caroline runs over and says, like, oh, oh Bonnie, my- like, I know we talked every day, but I missed you. Yeah. And, like, Caroline doesn't mean anything by that. Like, it's obviously no, she very really sweet. Doesn't. She obviously probably doesn't even know, no. like, exactly um, yeah, no, what's sure going she on. She couldn't because it's related to all the vampire stuff. Yeah. So. so even if she knows they're fighting, she doesn't know why. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was not ill-intentioned at all but obviously it's just like caroline like she's not reading the room yeah you're not reading the room that was the wrong thing to say um obviously bonnie and caroline are closer even than when bonnie left yeah and obviously bonnie and elena are not close at all they're completely not getting along yeah and so it's just really sad and awkward but we do get a lot of info in this conversation from caroline yes um of course they bring up the founders court caroline informs elena that you know, they're both they're on both the on Founders it. Court yeah. for Miss Mystic Falls and that, um, you know, they they both signed up like a year ago and they're mm-hmm. going to do it. And Elena suggests maybe that she doesn't want to do it. And Caroline asks if she's going to drop out. But Bonnie says that she can't because yeah. of her mom, which kind of, for me, brings this conversation back around where it's like, you know, they might be fighting, but like you can tell that Bonnie still like gets it and is yes. there for Elena. And, and like, she still cares. And, yeah. she, and she can understand that this is probably, you know. A sensitive time topic. Yeah. All those things because it has to do with her mom and her doing it for her mom. Yeah. Yeah. And I think bringing that up in that conversation kind of dethaws some of that tension that mm-hmm. Bonnie and Elena were having I because think so. it, it, 
yeah, it just it, it reminds you that this is your best friend and that she's going through a lot and that, you know. Yeah, I think in, I think it's important for a scene we see later. Um, I do think this also, you know, like you said, it helps to thought because I do think Bonnie was genuinely mad at Elena. And I think this kind of pulled her back on that. Yeah. We know she's mad at Stefan and Damon. I'm, yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I think this helped her be less mad at Elena. Yeah. It's sort of like a grounding moment for her. Yeah, I think it is. And I, and I, it's a really well-placed moment. But mm-hmm. speaking of tension, Stefan gets home from school, you know, going to go watch mm-hmm. those after-school sitcoms or whatever you do. <laughs> yeah. And Damon confronts him about the whole, like, missing yes. blood bags thing and the fact that there's all these blood bags missing and Stefan outright lies to Damon yes. saying it's not me like yeah, I'm, I'm good I'm I didn't clean. do it yeah I'm yeah. clean using saying, again drug language interesting yeah. he's saying all these things and again I think it goes to your point about the earlier scene it's like if you don't know it is believable yeah but if you do know yeah He's not really selling it, but he is towing that line so well. Yeah, like I think Elena would believe him if yes. she were here, but Damon knows enough to know to not believe him. Yes. And like obviously Stefan is the only suspect. So like who who else could who? have done it, Stefan, if not you? Yeah. And again, Paul is really selling this. Like I think, you know, we I'm gonna say it every single scene because yeah. he really does do such a good job. And I think in this scene, he's like heightening it too. Like he genuinely looks high in this scene. Yeah. He has a moment where his eyes glaze, <laughs> glaze over. over. Yeah. 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 He just looks so like unfocused and like I don't know, like the delivery of the lines, like he's brushing it off. He's being very like he's gaslighting, he's like he's, a weasley little liar. I'll say it again. Yeah, he's giving drug addict. Like that yeah. is just exactly yeah. like what he's he's doing in this scene. Um, and of course, step like Damon immediately catches Stefan with the blood bags, like yes. in the in the basement, and immediately calls him out for being a liar and a thief. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he calls him a liar and a yeah. thief. Now he's not just a liar; he's also a thief. Yeah, but literally still caught quite literally red-handed Stefan yes. still says I've got it under control yeah, I'm good yeah he's like yeah. it's fine I know what I'm doing even though a moment ago he literally said no like I don't need yeah. human blood yeah yeah he literally said I'm not drinking it and then was immediately caught with it and was like it's fine yeah I'm which, good again showing that this is like an addiction for Stefan it is it's, you know he believes those things himself I think like, I think he does until the later scene yeah I think he does believe it's under control and that he, he has hasn't it. hurt anyone. Yes, exactly. And that's how he can justify it, which I, I understand. But like, I mean, it's just like they really could not have done anything else to more intensely like relate Stefan's experience to like an actual like drug yeah. addict or alcoholic or like whatever. Like yeah. it's so clearly an addiction. Yes, it definitely is. But now we get into the actual pageant, the big thing of the episode, mm-hmm. the Miss Mystic Falls interviews for yeah. the pageant. You know, they show the interviews and they do like a back and forth where they're, you know, clearly talking about the same question Mm -hmm. and they bounce between all of the interviewees, all the candidates. Mm -hmm. And the contrast between Caroline and Elena is is tough here. It's so painful. It's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's interesting, too, because they kind of made all the other girls jokes you know one is saying like i can win two years in a row and like i know why my dui was why i did all the community service but i'm still dedicated and the only two people actually like kind of that at least the show is taking seriously is elena and caroline yes but they're just so drastically different they're in such different places in their lives that like it's really honestly like painful because elena is just awkwardly highlighting how she hasn't really participated mm-hmm. in the past year. She hasn't really done as much as she wanted to, but she is yep. there because this was important to her mother, which 
obviously she doesn't have to say it. Everyone in that room knows that her mother died in the yeah. past year. And um, Caroline, on the other hand, is really highlighting like she is the most qualified person. If this yes. is really a, an award being given out for community service and being like, yes. you know, somebody who's benefiting the town. Caroline is like the head of the beautification committee. Yeah. She's the head of like the, the names they came up for these things were so funny. It was like the MF squad of something. I yeah. was just laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah, they were really stuff, funny. So. Yeah, no, you can totally see, you know. This being turned into that essay that was like, I yes. perspire, inspire, and whatever and the other aspire, <laughs> yeah, aspire, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Caroline is giving the most type A. Yeah. Whereas Elena's just, I've been distracted because of my mother passing away. Which, yeah, and she does you know. give like a touching interview. And I could yes. totally see, I remember watching this the first time and not knowing who was going to win. Mm -hmm. And like, I really believed it could be either of them because TV shows especially tend to go for that, like, emotional, you mm -hmm. know, vote of, yes. like, Elena, her mom died. And, El and Caroline even says it in the next scene here that, like, you know, she gets the sympathy vote. Yes. Um, we'll get to, like, how this all ends up, like, yeah. turning out. But it it's really interesting that we actually get to see their interviews and how, like, differently they the two of them have experienced the last year. Yeah. It's also interesting because it is setting up, you know, if Elena were to win – I think it does justify a lot of Caroline's insecurities 100%. because, you know, her insecurities thus far we've seen are that Elena is always the one to be chosen. And yeah. if she wins when really she hasn't done anything, I yeah. mean, Caroline's I the know. most qualified person She's, in the room. She deserves to win. She does. She yeah. really does. Yeah. So, um, for now that's, that's what's going on with the girls. Yep. And then we get to see John go to the Salvatore house to talk to mm -hmm. Damon. Cause of course they have to be partners in crime now. Yes. And he starts asking him about Pearl, about the Gilbert device. Yeah. It's such a shady blackmail, you know, behind hidden doors conversation yeah. where they're just trying to like extort information from each other. But of course they're unwilling to give each other anything. Yes. Yeah. They're trying to like not show their own hand but see completely the other person's hand and mm -hmm. yeah they're they're having this back and forth and john basically reveals you know that he knows of pearl yeah but doesn't know that she was best friends with Catherine. yeah and therefore he does not know Catherine, which yeah. sort of gives damon the upper hand yeah yeah i don't know i think it just shows Damon that John doesn't know quite as much as he's letting on. Yeah, exactly. But it also, Damon gets, I don't think Damon knew about the Gilbert device before no. this conversation. So it also is new information for him as well. Yeah. And us as the audience, I don't think we really knew anything about it either. So no. there's a lot of like new things coming out in this conversation. It's like, yeah. it's not a huge scene in terms of the episode. It's not the one you're going to remember or want to rewatch. No. But it is the one where as a first time viewer, especially you're getting a ton of information and understanding yes. what the actual large plot of the season is going to be that's exactly what i was thinking it's teeing up like the actual things that are going to happen like yeah miss mystic falls is pretty contained to that episode yes the, these are the scenes the john and damon scenes are the scenes that are actually setting up the rest of the season yeah but of course the miss mystic falls ones are the, so fun it's so much more it's so much better yeah, yeah. so we cut back to that yes. next is the dance classes oh, little dance little lessons dance they have practice. to do yep. because of course all of the members of the court have to do like a big you know opening dance yeah when they arrive sort of or whatever waltz. yeah yeah so we start out with that and th the first thing we see is Stefan and Elena doing their dance mm -hmm. and they're having so much fun yeah. and they're being so flirty and like it's so un Stefan like usually he doesn't even want to dance Elena yeah. has to force him she has to make him yeah. yeah but they're doing the the near touch and you know yes. they break it immediately and start he spins her and it's just yeah. really cute and like if this is the way that Stefan acted all the time mm -hmm. I would I would really probably ship Stelena yes I was thinking the same thing I mean it's 
this and then when he does that twirl in the 50s yeah. dance oh, yeah. there just those moments where Stefan is actually letting loose having yeah. fun dancing Nina slash Alina is doing her little yeah. giggle. It's like, okay, I do ship Stalina for yeah. these moments. The yeah. problem is they're just so fleeting because, again, yeah. like, it's really fun and it's really cute. But then you remember, Stefan's basically coked out this yeah. scene. Like, <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that is true. He he's, really undercuts it. He's on one. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's out of it. Yes, that's um, true. But yeah, so they have a good dance lesson. They get scolded by Carol, who's like, yeah. it's about the near touch. Yeah, the intimacy of the near touch. Yeah, yeah. don't be touching. Yep. So they leave their dance lesson, and as they're leaving, Caroline and Bonnie are getting there. Bonnie is filling in for Matt, who is working and couldn't come to the, <laughs> the dance lessons. They had to just keep writing him out of the episode for some reason. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, he gets written out at every stage he could yeah. have been brought in. Yeah, exactly. I guess Zach Rorig was busy. I don't know. They only booked him for X amount of episodes, yeah. and this was the one they were like, meh, Caroline yeah. doesn't need a date, I guess. She doesn't need a date. It's fine. She doesn't. Yeah. She's a strong, independent woman. Fair. Uh, but also, was she going to teach him the dances at home? I don't know. Questions for a later day. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, so this, uh, again, causes, like, an awkward little conversation, you know, where, mm-hmm. of course, again, they try to say hi to Bonnie, who just, like, does not want to yeah, talk. She's and she's trying to be it. like, we got to dance. We got to go do our thing. Like, we can't chat. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Elena does pull her aside and say, like, we need to we need to talk. talk. Yeah. And, um, you know, Elena, uh, again, it's an awkward, clearly the girls mm-hmm. are fighting conversation because, like, Bonnie's kind of saying, like, I don't want to put you in the middle but like i'm just not you know like i i i can't deal with like stefan and the vampires and all of this stuff yeah and it's hard because i really do feel split for both of them yes in this fight because they're really both justified and like it's not elena's fault elena didn't like cause grams to die right. directly or even really try to get bonnie involved that was like more like damon than anybody else and on bonnie's side of things like I think it goes back to what Grams has said of, like, witches don't belong in vampire business. And, like, her Grams being involved got her killed. So, yeah. And Bonnie says in this scene she feels like Grams died for nothing. Yeah. Which, yeah, like you were saying, you know, Grams' whole thing was that she didn't want these tomb vampires to get out. It was going to be Catherine and no more. Then maybe Catherine and Pearl and no more. Yeah. And then they all ended up getting out and Grams passed away and it was truly all for nothing. And I think that... Bonnie is very, very justified. And yeah. it's like everything that she wanted for Mystic Falls, for Bonnie, for Bonnie and her friends. Yeah. Gone. And yeah. Kind of Alina's fault. Not yeah. as much. And like I was saying in the earlier scene, I do think, you know, she's stopped blaming Elena as much. Yeah. However, she can't blame Stefan and Damon and not want to be around Stefan and Damon. Yeah. And not have that affect her relationship with Elena. Of course, because, like, they are always with Elena. So it's just a hard situation to be in because she just needs to get through her anger on that. Like, it's so justified, and Elena can't make her not feel like that. So the girls are uncomfortable for now. And Stefan is, of course, like, listening to this whole conversation across the room, the vampiring. And, you know, I think it's it's upsetting for him because I do think he feels guilty and he— kind of should he was he should yeah it's more damon than stefan it's not stefan's fault i would say no but you know like 
It's the thing it always yeah. goes back to that he's a vampire. Elena's life is messed up and everyone's life around him is messed up because of like those things that he yeah. brings about. So he gets upset and he goes outside to like the basketball court area, <laughs> um, which somebody has fallen and cut their yep. knee and, you know, blood addict Stefan like cannot be there. Yeah. He's freaking the out. The world starts spinning. <laughs> Stefan yeah. starts not being okay. You know, he's kind of stumbling around. And then Alaric comes over being the good teacher yeah, teacher classic alaric yeah classic alaric he comes over to check on stefan you know gives him like a little like shoulder yeah. touch or whatever and stefan starts choking him out. yeah he literally grabs him and just starts choking him and it only lasts for a few seconds but yeah. could you imagine if you saw in our high school parking oh, lot one of the teachers God. getting choked out by a student mind you a student who's never in class he yeah. shows up like once in a while so he's a mystery anyway yeah, a student who looks like a 25 year old man <laughs> yeah yeah no, and I, I would never stop talking about that. We would be talking about it to this oh day. Oh my god, yeah. I would be texting my like home group chat and I'd be like, Do you guys remember <laughs> when Stefan choked out Mr. Saltzman? <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> that guy was, was really a weirdo. Weird. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the funniest scene, which of course they bounce back from it pretty quick because Stefan yeah. just like leaves. Um, but it's just so funny. It's just so unnecessary. It is really funny. If you think about it, you know, in like a real world context. Yeah, you're like, that's crazy that he did it's that. Because everyone was there. Tons of people yeah, in the were parking all, lot. Yeah, they were all playing basketball. People you know? definitely saw. I would love to be on the fly a fly on the wall of the Miss Mystic or yeah. the Mystic Falls like high school drama <laughs> yeah me too because it probably centers around how gr- how that group of people is so weird oh my god yeah they probably talk about it all the time <laughs> yeah um anyway so we get to the morning of miss mystic the school mm-hmm. day's over it's the next day yeah. um we are at the gilbert household mm-hmm. where john is like trying to get you know he's trying to give a ride to the girls but alaric yeah. shows up mm-hmm. and he's gonna give jenna and elena a ride which i just think is so sweet that he's become so like involved in their family yeah like i thought he and jenna weren't really that serious they've like kissed like once yeah and, like, on a couple dates but like clearly he's like I don't know, looped into the family, which I think is really nice. Yeah, I do love that they bring this in early on because, I don't know, it, I mean, it just builds Alaric up so much. But yeah. yeah, he does really step into like sort of like a father figure-ish. Yeah, at least like, like an uncle. Yeah, like an uncle. Yeah, yeah. more like an uncle for sure. Because, yeah, Jenna, Elena and yeah. Jeremy are like older. But, yeah. yeah, into like an uncle figure. And I love his relationship with them in these yeah. early seasons too. Yeah, it's so nice that he picked them up for that. And of yeah. course they leave Jeremy to ride with John, which I think is yeah, so funny. Yeah, poor Jeremy. They're like, Jeremy can ride with you. <laughs> yeah. John, no, bye. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, And so then, of course, we do get to Miss Mystic Falls, mm-hmm. to the actual pageant. Yep. First, we see Anna show up. Um, mm-hmm. And I really like Anna's look. I like her hair and, like, yeah. her whole vibe. I think it's really interesting. It's so Anna, you know? It's very Anna. Like, yeah. I wouldn't love it if Elena showed up in that and be like, what is that? Yeah. But it's perfect on Anna. It Yeah, it works really well for Anna. She's got, like, the whole, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just works. Yeah, it's very, like, a little alternative punky yes, vibes. exactly. It's cute. It's like, I'm homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> In a good way. In a good in way. A good way. <laughs> and then, yeah. um, of course, then we also see Jenna is getting Elena ready. She's like doing mm-hmm. her hair in the, you know, like back room. And they start talking about Elena's mom. And it's yes. just so sweet because, again, like it really just comes back to around to like why Elena is doing this. Yeah. And it's like for her mom. And, um, you know, they are talking about how, um, she would have done her hair better yeah. if her mom had been there. And, and it's just a nice, again, like yeah. Jenna and Elena bonding moment. It's very yeah. sweet. It's a good Jenna and Elena moment. And it's a good, like, remembering Miranda moment. Yes. And I think just showing a big part of who Elena is. Because 
we know Elena is a mom's girl. Yes. Like, Miranda means the most to Elena, which we see over and over again in the series. She comes mm-hmm. back up. And also, you know, Miranda has been built out as caring about history, caring about the town. Yeah. Being very like local community oriented. Yes, being very involved. And it's, I don't know. I think it's them actually giving Miranda her personality that makes this that much of an emotional moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sweet. And then again, bringing in the emotion is Caroline is sitting at her little booth getting ready and listening to all of this. And I think this is an episode for Caroline where she really starts to understand and humanize Elena. Elena isn't just this competition. She's not just this thing to be compared to Mm -hmm. and to just be jealous of. She is her friend and her friend that has gone through a lot. Elena's life isn't perfect. Elena isn't perfect. And I think that overhearing this for Caroline is like a real reality check. I mean, think of episode, what was it, three, where she's just like, Elena's going through a blah phase. Her parents died. Like, this is a completely different Caroline now. Yeah, her hearing this reminiscing is, I think, pivotal pivotal Mm -hmm. to Caroline's growth. I think it is. We never give Caroline enough credit as a human. She really starts the growth off at this point. Yeah. Um, and so then, of course, so that's, you know, the girls are, are going through all that. They're, yep. they're in their fields. The girls are girling and the, the boys are, are boying. <laughs> exactly. Because we've got Jeremy and John yes. downstairs who are just hanging out and they're talking about the Gilbert journals yeah. and, you know, that, that sort of stuff a little vaguely. They don't know. I mean, they, I think they do know that each other knows about vampires, yeah. but they're not acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Also, Jeremy's hair is just black all of a sudden for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Cool. They gave him like the season three Ian yeah. Summerhalder treatment when he came back yeah. with like jet black hair. Yeah. At least his was like between a break though, so it's like justified. Jeremy just got it out of nowhere. Yeah. I think it's the lighting. Like I think it's I that think they're it outside. And you know, he probably has like gel or product in his hair. Oh, that could be. Maybe. So it was just like a little wet or something. Yeah. And we never see him outside usually. Like Jeremy's almost always in the house he's or in a, the he's school. An inside cat. Yeah. yeah. Inside cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is an inside cat. He is. Um and so then of course Jeremy spots Anna, who, yep. you know, like is is prowling around and he goes after her and Anna's pissed at Jeremy yep. about, you know, the whole um Vicky thing mm-hmm. and you know, they're just having a whole conversation about it. But then Jeremy admits that he knows everything, that he found yeah. Elena's journals and he knows all the secrets and is like fully in the know. Yeah, because originally, you know, the conversation starts, Anna approaches him and is like, you know, you were using me to turn because of Vicky and yeah. because you wanted to be with Vicky. Jeremy throws it right back at Anna, which good for him. You know, yeah. he was justified in that. So they kind of are at this, you know, impasse. They both are like, Basically, we're even. Mm-hmm. And the only other thing to note here is John is watching them. John is watching them from afar because yeah. he knows. Yeah. He probably knows Jeremy knows or suspects he knows. Yeah. So he's watching cautiously. Which, which I, he doesn't even know necessarily that Anna's a vampire that she's involved. Yeah. I feel like it's just that he's like, Jeremy with a girl? Suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm, she must not be right. <laughs> yeah, she must be a vampire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so, yeah. he's inherently suspicious. So that's going on. Yes. Um, of course, this is all being scored to the Bridgerton music. We have Yellow yeah. by Coldplay being orchestrally like played throughout the place, which I just yep. think is so funny. It just it, at the time when this episode came out, it was like, oh, yeah. nice, whatever. Yeah, I was like downloading all the Vitamin String Quartet songs. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this rules. This yeah. is so good. <laughs> now I'm like, Bridgerton? Yeah, now I'm just thinking of Wrecking Ball and Bridgerton. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so funny. You can't dissociate them. Yeah. Um, then, of course, so Damon's there. I think he had a moment with Anna earlier. They, like, briefly spoke. N- nothing, like, notable there. No. Um, but then he goes upstairs to talk to Elena because, of course, he has to tell her, Stefan's drinking human blood again. Yeah. Elena 
does not know about this at all like she you know they talked yeah. at the end of the last episode and seemed pretty good like he said he was struggling but they were going to get through it together mm-hmm. she has no reason to believe he's on human blood of course until damon comes to tell her and this is one of those really big reality check moments for yes. elena if not like the biggest reality check of the season probably the end of this episode is the biggest reality check for her um but this moment especially when like she realizes that stefan is capable of lying to this degree and this like seriousness to her yeah because damon points out like he has a line that i really like i actually wrote it down he'll do anything and he'll say anything because he's not gonna want to stop yeah which is pretty true so far like well at least at the end of the episode we see that that's really true. And then it's also so true when on when season three, he really goes oh, yeah. off the rails. Like, yeah. So Damon has like an awareness of the situation that he's trying to impart on Elena. Yeah. And even still, like, I, again, I think, yeah, not until the end of the episode. I don't think she's fully grasping it. Yeah, because it takes seeing what he did to Amber for her to realize. Yeah. Because he says that in response to her saying... This is Stefan we're talking about here. And he yeah. says, this is Stefan on human blood. Yeah, this is the real Stefan this yeah. is Stefan yeah yeah which really again reality check for her this is like yes. she is not she's not prepared for this at all no. and she has no barometer of how to deal with this and of course before she can even really like talk to Damon about what they should do or like what's yep. going on Stefan shows up he finds Damon and Elena talking about him and again Paul's acting I have to keep calling it out yeah. because it's so perfect like I'm really glad that they invented this ripper side of Stefan, this like blood addict side of Stefan, because Paul is an actor who's fully deserving of a character with that much like depth and complexity and like interest and and um, dual personalities, honestly, like he can really handle it very well. And this episode proves it. Yeah, absolutely. I think we give, you know, Nina a ton of credit for the way she plays Catherine and Elena and, you know, Mm -hmm. Amara and Tatia. (laughs) All the others. All of them. But yeah, underrated Paul, who also plays another character. At another yeah, point. also Silas. Also Silas. And Tom. Oh, yeah, and Tom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot about Tom. Um, yeah, here you really see Stefan is basically playing two different people. He's yeah. playing the version of him for Elena and, like, the real him in yeah. this moment. I mean, it's truly, like, this is the Jekyll and Hyde episode for yeah, Stefan. Like, for sure. A thousand percent he is Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Um, and, and he shows it in this scene because he is truly giving gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. Like, he this is really Stefan's is. era for that. Yes. He's, yeah, he's like, this isn't going to change anything. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then when she shows some doubt, she's like, he says, I thought you believed in me. Yes. He totally, like, the way he acts in this scene makes me, I mean, it's perfect. Again, it's perfect. Paul acts great, and the writing is great. And again, it really relates to the, like, addict thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it makes me so mad because he truly is, like, gaslighting her. Yes. He blames her reaction on, like, her, that you're overreacting. Yep. He blames it on Damon especially, saying, like, yeah. this is what he does. He's, he's getting in your head. He's coming between us. Yes. Again, showing his insecurities about them. Yes. and it's and has nothing to do with Damon. Damon is helping no. the situation, if yeah. anything. Elena did need to know this. Stefan said that in the last episode, that yeah. Elena deserves to know this type of stuff. So it's just really, really interesting the way they chose to write this because it's mm-hmm. so appropriate for what Stefan's going through and the whole, you know, scenario. Um, yes. And of course, so he gets really mad and he just runs away because Carol Lockwood comes in to like break up the conversation yeah. saying, you know, the thing is about the start. You need to yeah. enter. You need to go in your places. Yeah. Elena's not even dressed. She's not dressed. She's not dressed at yeah, all. She's yeah, she's still in her like regular street clothes. Yeah. Um. So of course, Stefan just runs away, and yes. he finds. He goes to a bathroom. He's really mad. He punches the mirror. 
normal freak out stuff red flag red flag (laughs) it is a red flag unfortunately and amber one of the contestants Mm -hmm. the one who was not actually a founding family member the quote-unquote diversity pick yikes the blonde white girl yeah the blonde white girl was a diversity pick yeah yikes mystic falls red flag um tough time to be at mystic falls 2009 (laughs) yeah really so amber comes into the bathroom of course tough time finds stefan just punched at a mirror and is yeah. like on the verge of a breakdown and of course he just like steals amber away yeah he vampires and then yeah cut yeah, away cut. yeah and then cut to the procession is literally starting carol lockwood mm-hmm. is running around in a frenzy because amber's missing amber's stefan's missing, missing. yeah stefan, um, um, everyone's missing <laughs> everyone's missing yeah. matt's not there because he's at work <laughs> yeah <laughs> caroline had to get a random stand-in anyway how yep. did he not have his work schedule early in the week to know that this was going to happen not sure i don't know yeah but anyway so this is all just like drama 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 and elena is about to drop out she's like this is not worth it like i can't deal you know again it's like she's just dealing with so much seriousness with all of the vampire stuff that it's like i totally understand her thoughts of like how can this random little pageant where i'm just gonna go out in a pretty dress Mm -hmm. and dance equate to stefan and what he's going through i should be helping him but also like Elena, you are 17 years old. You're doing this for your mother who passed away. Yes. You deserve this. And fortunately, before she can't, she really was going to like just run yeah, off and ditch. Yeah, she was just going to not. Yeah. And Caroline is the one that stops her and says, you have to do this. Your yeah. mother, this means so much to her. Like, this is important. And, you know, you can't drop out. Like, we have to, yeah. we have to compete against each other fair and square, basically. Yeah. And it really is such a rewarding caroline moment it's it, really great yeah the whole episode is a really strong caroline episode because you know she starts off like we said she's she's not reading the room she's saying kind of inappropriate things yeah like in that conversation with bonnie and elena and she's all upset she's talking to bonnie about how she thinks elena will win and she yeah. wants to win you know the sympathy vote all these things and then she goes to talking her competition into staying in the competition because yeah. she knows how meaningful it is to her and her mother who has passed away yeah i mean amazing caroline episode like i yeah. i love this episode for her it's such a great journey and again like this is where we see that this like change that happens in caroline mm-hmm. is not just something that happens just switch when she becomes a vampire it is exactly. something that happens slowly while she's a human and i do think that becoming a vampire was something that like heightened that and progressed yes. that journey faster than it would have if she had stayed human. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, it's like it, it's 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 what happens to everybody that when you become a vampire, things that are already there are enhanced, heightened. Yes, and that is what happens. I think to Caroline is she's slowly like having this journey of becoming a good person, a good friend, a caring mm-hmm. person, a deep person. You yes. know, the the shall- she's not the kiddie pool. Yeah, she's not the kiddie pool anymore. Yeah, and I think. Like you said, it, it, vampirism just heightens what's already there. Mm-hmm. And the other thing it does, and I think for most people, is it helps you gain confidence and it takes yes. away your insecurities. That's true. But I do agree. Caroline was already putting in that work and she was, she's already overcome them. She's grown so much yeah. in this episode, in, in the whole season already. Yeah. It's a great scene. Meanwhile, Stefan has compelled himself a uh, therapist a la Klaus. He's yeah. just, <laughs> just find like, a random yeah. blonde woman and make them listen to my problems. Really a Klaus move. Yes. And so he's just like saying all of this stuff about how, you know, he's not handling it, mm-hmm. how she's never going to forgive me. Talking about Elena. Yep. And, um, you know, it's just such a 
weird conversation because he says also, um, I've been drinking the human stuff and it's really messing with my head, <laughs> which I thought was such a funny way to put it. Like, it is. You're talking about yeah, blood no. stuff and you're killing people. Well, yeah, he's not killing anybody yet, but... Not yet, thankfully. Not yet. Yeah. No, there's a lot of uh, really funny one-liners in this scene including the most iconic line yeah. in probably season one the most quoted between all of us yeah yeah we are always quoting when stefan you know she asks or amber says you know you seem sad which yeah. he's not giving sad but okay it, angry if anything yeah exactly and stefan goes i'm freaking hungry yeah. it's the best line it's i'm just, not sad i'm freaking hungry yeah, i'm not doing it justice but you just gotta watch the clip you, you already know the clip if you're watching this podcast i'm shocked if you don't know the you clip. know the clip you know the clip because it's yeah. the best and it's again paul's delivery it's so funny he says yes. it so angry that it's just like brilliant yeah um and so you know he's having his little session with his therapist meanwhile alina is actively about to come down the stairs for yes. her big grand entrance and who comes in and saves the day Damon. Damon yes. realizes that Elena is about to be abandoned, that Stefan's mm-hmm. not standing down there to like meet with her. And he swoops in and he grabs her. And, yes. you know, she kind of is panicking, like, where is Stefan? And he's mm-hmm. like, we just got to get through this. Let's just do this. And again, I really like that he also recognizes like this is important for Elena and they yeah. have to do this. Damon does not care. He could have easily no. just grabbed her and been like, we got to go find Stefan. Yes. Like, this doesn't matter. But he realizes it's important for her and he dances with her and like they get mm-hmm. that moment. And, um, I mean, come on. This is like the best Delaney scene is, in season one. This yeah. is honestly maybe best, probably top three, top five Delaney scenes like yeah. in the entire show. In the whole show. Yeah, I would say like top five for sure. Yeah, it's just it's, such an important one. It's so important for so many reasons. I mean, first, I think like you said, I mean, it shows Damon and Elena have an understanding where he wasn't going to abandon her and let her be humiliated. Mm-hmm. He obviously stepped in and gave her this moment to just enjoy the moment because even when they're walking out after he's grabbed her arm and they're being escorted out to the dance floor he says or well elena asks what about stefan what are we going to do about him Mm -hmm. and damon says let's just get through this yeah and then we'll talk yeah it can wait like three minutes it can wait like let's just give you your moment and then he also doesn't know any of the context about her mother i don't think i don't think he does there's no reason for him to. i don't know just i think that to me just shows there's an understanding that's unspoken yes it's really brilliant and i mean you know even without all of this context like it's just such a beautifully done scene i'm like tearing up i have chills it's just so good and like the looks they're giving each other again this intimacy of the near touch yes which is obviously just it's a delena thing because they say it in the dance rehearsals carol says it but stefan and elena immediately like don't follow it they're just like spinning her around he's grabbing her and they get scolded for not doing the near touch Damon and Elena are doing the actual thing, so they have to do the intimacy of the near mm-hmm. touch, their hands just being an inch or so apart. And, man, that really just heightens that, like, tension. And, yes. like, everything that's been building slowly for them is, like, so present in this scene. It's really palpable, their energy. Yes. Yeah, it's a great parallel between the dance practice and this because in this, the dance practice, I was thinking – the near touch is overrated. I it's agree so with Stefan. I yeah. love this twirl. I love him spinning her around. But then you see the near touch in action between people who both on and off screen have amazing chemistry. I mean, mm-hmm. Nina and Ian, Elena and Damon, both sets yeah. have amazing chemistry. Yeah. And yeah, it's just 
so powerful. I teared up watching it. Yeah. It was the, like the song, everything about oh, it. It's I love it. The looks. I have no idea how Damon knows the dance since he didn't go to dance rehearsal. Have they been no. doing this dance since 1864? I guess I they don't must know. still be doing the same dance. I don't know. Yeah. The other thing I was wondering is the song. I love the song, first of all. <laughs> yes. But second of all. The song must not be diegetic, right? Like, they cannot hear the song yeah. we're hearing is not what they're hearing when they're doing it. Because they play a different song in the dance rehearsals. They play, like, I don't some know what it is, but some sort of classical, classical music, yeah. you know, symphony-type song. It's not, yeah. there's no lyrics. Whereas they're playing, like, a vibey, yeah, like, they're playing an amazing, really, like, romantic, yeah. like, temptation. Yep. Like, it's very, you know... I just thought that was funny. Like, I was like, yeah. hmm. I mean, I love this song in this moment, but it must not be diegetic. There's no yeah, way that they're actually playing they're all I need. Really. Yeah. it's It still works so well, though. It works so well. Um, and also, we have to talk about for this scene that's so important, is that this continually comes up as a integral moment for yes. Damon and Elena happening. And that's most importantly highlighted in season eight with the sirens when they're really getting into Damon's head and they go to the Miss Mystic Falls pageant that happens Mm -hmm. that year and this is when Damon is like he remembers Elena but like he doesn't really yeah his head is really clouded by the siren yes Sybil's like replacing herself yes in like Elena's place yeah exactly and Caroline is the one actually that's trying to like win over Damon and like get him back to reality yes and they talk about um Elena and how important this moment is and he's having all these flashbacks to this scene and you know showing that that's the moment that they're trying to get like his mind back his sanity back yes. is showing how important it is to him and another thing that's really interesting in season eight that they they bring up mm-hmm. is that Stefan says to I think to Sybil to the sirens because he's his humanity's off or something at that point I don't know but he yeah. he brings up that this is such an important event for Damon because he says, this was the moment that Damon realized he could steal Elena away from me. And mm. that, because like, I watched this episode recently, you know, in relation to this one. And it's so interesting because I think hmm. that that's, I think that that's true. Yes. is like this first Miss Mystic Falls when Stefan's just completely off the rails. He goes missing. Mm-hmm. Damon is able to step in for Elena in that moment when yes. she needed somebody. And like, they have this like real tension and you know it shows the faults of Stefan and it shows the strengths that Damon sometimes can have and especially for Elena it's such such an integral part of why Damon and Elena end up being what they become yeah I think that's really interesting too because it's also it's such a meaningful moment for the both of them like I think that really goes to how meaningful it is for Damon Mm -hmm. because you know he realizes he could be that for Elena and you know he gets to step in that's when he starts to fall for Elena or does fall. Yeah. But also, Elena does say when she's having her memories wiped by Alaric, yeah. it's not her, like, canon event, if yeah. you will, for falling yeah. in love. But it's, like, the moment where she first thought he was sexy and, like, mm-hmm. actually kind of was willing to t- acknowledge to herself that she thought he was attractive. Yes. Which, you know, again, it's not really the same as falling in love, but, like, it's- there's... it's. Attraction that can't be denied, as you see in the very charged dance. So not only is it a big moment for Elena because it's the first time she's really attracted to Damon and admits it to herself. I'm sure she was attracted before, let's be real. (laughs) But it's also in season four when they have Miss Mystic Falls again Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're helping. They're sort of like the mentors for April and all of them. Elena and Caroline are the mentors. Um, It's when Elena is sired to Damon, but... I think, you know, being at the event with him, having all of those feelings brought up again, 
it leads to them hooking up that night for the first time. Yeah. Like, it's when she's really, like, you know, Elena acknowledges to herself, okay, I want Damon. I want to be with mm-hmm. him. And, in, she, and Miss Pitchick Falls in season four. Yeah. yeah. And she tells him at the event that she's decided that she broke up with Stephanie yes. because she wants to be with Damon. Yes, because of him. It's And again, I think, you know, it's not entirely because they're at Miss Mystic Falls. Obviously, mm-hmm. it would have happened without that. But yeah. I think being there and having that moment recalled when mm-hmm. he stepped in for her and Stefan wasn't there for her. I think that does a lot to really be like, okay, it is Damon that I want to be with. Yeah, it is. And I, I, again, too, why in season eight for Damon, Miss Mystic Falls is so important because yes. those two moments just happen to happen Miss at Mystic that event. Falls. Yes. Yeah. So it's just such an integral part of Delana, this whole yeah. event. It's just so iconic. Her blue dress yes. is beautiful. Yeah. She looks amazing. She looks so good in mm-hmm. those, like, jewel tones i guess yeah and i love it too because damon obviously says in episode three that blue is his favorite color that he he likes blue blue. and i was thinking too that his ring like there was a shot where you could see like just a bit of her dress with like her she had like blue pieces in her hair or something and you could see his ring was blue too and i was like they match it looks so cute it looks really good yeah and i love her hair also the hair department was like they killed it killing this episode it looks looks so good so good i know i only like feel like i recently noticed like the thing the pin holding back her hair like this yeah the she's got, like, pin. Some, yeah barrette or whatever yeah it is. it's beautiful it looks I so beautiful it. and she has like one perfect curl like in yeah. front of her face and it just looks so cute she looks amazing also i love caroline's hair her hair yes. looks so good it's like very sleek and like you know old hollywood in a way yeah. where it's just like these nice like very perfectly kept like curls just at the ends like it's not mm-hmm. like a curly hairdo or anything but it just looks so classy i really yeah. like it and i like the color on her too the green yeah the green looks really beautiful on caroline I, I think it works for her and with the hair but i hate hate the pockets that are like these little pockets right on her front like yeah. way too close together yeah i don't know the dress is I don't love the neckline, but it works. Yeah. But the pockets, if I don't know. If they took the pockets off, that would help that look for me a lot. Yes. I don't know if that was just a thing at the time. I know looks maybe. have done that before. Like, it's maybe a little Chanel or something. I don't know. But it's it was an odd choice, the pockets. Yeah, I don't love the pockets. But I love the green, and I love her hair. So overall, yeah. I will say I like Caroline's look. Yes. But Elena's is the winner for me, really. Same, yeah. It's Elena, just perfect. beautiful. Caroline also beautiful. But yeah, they both look great. Yeah. The extras, like the other Miss Mystic Falls girls, look so odd. One of them just yeah. had like straightened platinum blonde hair and they were just like, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, one of them, it might have been the same, had like a weirdly peachy pink yeah. dress. Yeah, very know. peach. Wasn't good. Wasn't good. Yeah, it wasn't as good. Um, But for the most part, everybody looks pretty good. Yeah. And Jeremy with his jet black hair. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but not looking good at the Amber and Stefan situation. <laughs> yeah, cut back to. Yeah. Stefan is still talking at Amber. Yeah. She obviously has been compelled at this point because I mean, she yeah, has not run to away. run, not like, to be afraid. Yeah. And, you know, she asks, like, do you want to hurt me? Yeah. And he replies, I want to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> which is, that was so funny. Again, Paul Wesley killing it. Can't hype him up enough in this episode. Yeah, he does so well. And I also think it's so funny when she asks the, um, do you want to hurt me? It's because he says, I don't hurt people. I'm yeah. the good brother. Yeah. Which I thought was so funny that even in this moment, he's like comparing himself to Damon and being like, I don't kill people. That's mm-hmm. what Damon does. I just thought yeah. that was funny logic. Yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like 
Stefan and Caroline have a lot of like similarities in their insecurities. That's it's like true. about being second or yeah, comparing yeah. themselves. Which maybe there's something to be said about Stefan being like the younger brother. Yeah, I'm the oldest, so I can't go into the logic yeah. of the youngest sibling. But I'm sure there is some logic of being the youngest sibling and yeah. comparing yourself to your older siblings. It's yeah, definitely I think a so. thing. Yeah. So yeah, maybe there is something to that. And Caroline's an only child, so that's a whole other psychology that's a whole, there. Yeah, that's yeah. We can't even get into that in yeah. this episode, but. Yeah, Stefan is ranting and raving at Amber, yeah. saying he, he wants to kill her. And he actually bites her at the end yes. of this little scene. It's yeah. just like, he fully just embraces it at this he point. He just goes all in. And he does say, right before he does that, if I give in, there's no going back. Yeah, he so, knows. He, there's no going back, because he does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cut back to Miss Mr. Yeah. Falls. <laughs> we get to see Caroline actually gets to she win. Wins. The person who deserved it did yeah. win it, which is really good. And I'm really happy for her. It's the right call. And I'm glad yes. that the show did that because, again, Same. TV show logic, you could easily give it to Elena, the sympathy mm-hmm. vote, the she's the main character vote. Um, but it makes sense that it's Caroline yes. because I think that, like, Caroline needed to win it for her own yes. insecurities. And then I also think you get to see Elena be really happy for her. She immediately is so smiley and she's like, congratulations. And I think you get to like, you know, cement that they are friends. Like Elena doesn't care that she lost. She was just doing this just to check a box for like something for her mother. Like she didn't care if she won or lost. She's just happy for Caroline because Caroline really cared. Yes. And Caroline deserved it. I know you already said that, but she really did deserve it the most. Which I think Elena probably knew and, you know, wanted Caroline to win over her. Um, Elena didn't even want to participate at this point. Yeah, so she, no, was, she did not. She was happy for anything. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Liz Forbes misses her own daughter winning Miss Mystic Falls yes. because she's down investigating the bathroom with John. Yep. And it's so funny. I don't know why I don't remember this line being from this episode. I, of course, always remember, I'm not sad, I'm freaking hungry. Of course. But an underrated line is Liz is looking at the broken glass and she just whips around to John and she goes, Gets me, me Damon Salvatore. Salvatore. I said, gets. Get me, Damon, <laughs> Damon Salvatore. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like, that is such a relatable line, Liz. I'm going to be saying that for the rest of my life. I'm always thinking about that. It's just so good. We'll, yeah, we'll have the clip and it'll look so good. But it's yeah. It's so funny. So, of course, they've yeah. got to get they gotta the get vampire Damon Salvatore. Yeah. Yeah. So vampire he's gonna, Hunter. Yeah. He's going to figure the situation out for them. Because I also like that there's a mirror that's broken and they're like, vampire. It's yep. a vampire. It must be. Yeah. There's, they just, they're like, there's blood on the mirror. Yeah. Which I guess they Wouldn't do know Amber's missing. Yeah, but how do they know Amber's just not like anger management issues and just broke the mirror yeah. and ran off? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Odd. Amber's on drugs and she broke the mirror. Who knows? Yeah, they're, they're doing immediately some like vampire. Weird. Yeah, they're like, whatever it is, we need Damon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Obviously. Um, and then so we do go to Stefan yep. and Amber who are outside still. It is completely dark outside now. Like yep. the light is gone. Um, and Stefan has fully embraced the whichever side of Jekyll and Hyde is bad. I think Dr. Jekyll. I didn't read the book, so I don't Can't know. remember. Whichever yeah. one is the bad one, that's Stefan right now. Yep. And he's, he's yeah. yeah, he's completely completely flipped the switch into evil Stefan mode. That's- yeah. He's compelling Amber at this point. He's telling her to be afraid and to run like hell. Yeah. And which, you know, sort of good. Get yeah, her away. Good. Stefan is trying to he's take trying. over and be like, wait, you should be running from me. This is not yeah. okay. But evil Stefan wins out and chases yes. after her anyway. And ends up, yeah, like doing the vampire cut in front of her. And, he's, yeah. you know, he's there. Which, of course, at that moment, Elena and Damon come outside mm-hmm. to find him and to stop him from, like, killing Amber. Yes. And it's not really going well. He's, like, throwing Damon around like a rag doll. <laughs> yeah, he flings Damon, which I yeah. think is a testament, again, to 
how much stronger you are when you're drinking human blood. He throws yeah. Damon like he's nothing. Yeah, he could barely like pick up yeah. the you know truck that falls on Matt, which I think is in the next one. But like yeah. still, it's 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 a testament to how off the rails Stefan is that yeah. he also hurts Damon in that way and treats him yeah. in that way. Um, but of course, the savior who after this episode pretty much will be the permanent savior of all situations. Yeah. Bonnie Bennett arrives and she steps in and she does her first that we see on screen aneurysm spell yes she's um, figured it out she yeah. brings Stefan to his knees the aneurysms are popping he's <laughs> yeah. he's finally stopped and he gets like you know once he's brought down after he kind of like snaps out of it a little bit yeah and back Damon, to reality yeah back to reality and he sees you know Elena there Bonnie and Damon and yeah Damon tries to say you know it's okay it's okay but obviously Stefan is probably ashamed upset yeah he he just runs away yeah he immediately reads is just so shocked and embarrassed yeah and just leaves because how do you even confront everyone after that i would run away the blood is just dripping down his face like he's he's still very much in it yeah um i'd at least want to take a shower first before having to talk to anybody (laughs) at the very least um, but it's for the best because, of course, then they do get the cops. The yes. sheriff, you know, she already knows that somebody's missing, that something's going on. There yeah. was, like, no way to just cover this up and compel Amber and act like nothing mm-hmm. happened. They had to admit that something happened. Yeah. So they do call the cops. And, um, you know, of course, they did compel Amber not to remember that it was Stefan and not mm-hmm. to remember what happened to her. Um, and Bonnie and Elena are asked by um, the sheriff, like, what what happened? Did they see yeah. anything? And Elena sort of just looks at Bonnie as like yes. to see what Bonnie is willing to say or do. Because of course Elena's going to lie and cover it up. But they don't know what – Bonnie has no reason to lie for them. No, she really doesn't. And they definitely don't know if she will or will not. Yeah. But she does ultimately say, you know, yeah, we didn't get here in time to see anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, we just found her and we called Damon. Yeah. Um, of course, everybody knows. Get me Damon Salvatore. Yeah. They just knew to get Damon for some reason. They Everyone just knows that yeah. they have to get Damon. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Liz just says how like, oh, it's really good. They didn't Thank see God. anything. Yeah. Which Liz is just missing hints left and right. She's clueless. Because like, did they not also uh. notice that Damon stepped in and so that clearly Stefan is missing too? Like. I don't know. Maybe they all covered for Stefan and didn't like report that he yeah, was missing. Yeah, maybe they said he was sick. He or was something. sick and know. he went home. I don't know. But also that would have been risky because what if they said he was sick and went home and then he was just there? Like I don't know, risky. But Liz yeah. should be picking up that Stefan just mysteriously. Stefan and Amber were the only two people who were suddenly missing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She's just not the um, not the top cop that no, we were hoping she's for. Really not. She's really not. She's pretty representative of cops but like not not doing the best she's not doing her best yeah and so um bonnie grabs elena really quick after this and they like chit chat for a second because you know elena kind of wants to thank her i think for like covering up there and for helping and again like the situation really justifies bonnie's anger Mm -hmm. for me because yet again bonnie had to step in and fix a vampire problem and like this is not what grams wanted they shouldn't have any business in this and the fact that it's stefan who's supposed to be the quote-unquote good brother that's doing this at like a big event that should be a really fun thing for bonnie and elena and caroline is just really telling of how like you know yeah just what bonnie shouldn't have to deal with yeah i i wanted to also mention the same thing that you were mentioning because i do think this is like it being Stefan, I think, is really eye-opening. And I think, you know, up until now, Elena was completely in the dark. Yeah. And I think this, again, she's being, she's getting a little reality check and it's proving Bonnie's point. Like, yeah. even Stefan, this, like, you know, someone you thought was completely in control, you know, he wasn't like the other. Yeah, he's the good brother. It's still going to cause problems. Like, yeah. come on, 
Yeah. Yeah, it really, like, warrants the losing faith yes. in the vampires, like, for sure. Yeah. Um, Bonnie, if she was not already at the start of the episode justified in her feelings, is just much more. Much more so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, she, yeah, Bonnie just tells Elena to leave her alone, basically. Yeah. Because, I mean, she's had enough. Yeah. They're they're not good still, this episode. Yeah. Um, For all that they can kind of forgive and forget, it's still, like, time is still needed. Yes, definitely. Um, so then we cut to John, who is talking to Jenna because he sees Anna and Jeremy chatting mm-hmm. and he asks who that is and he finds out that Anna is Pearl's daughter and yes. Pearl is the one trying to buy the apothecary that John is preventing, which yes. of course, you know, John puts two and two together. Pearl, he and Damon talked about a Pearl that was best friends with Catherine earlier. Yeah. It must be the same one. They're new in town conveniently. Yeah. They're homeschooled. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. He, he puts the dots together. He's, yeah. John is, he did have a lot of information before, but now it's like kind of coming together. Yeah. He's seeing the full picture. Yeah. So now he has reason to um, suspect Anna. Yeah. Then we get to see Alaric is coming outside to grab Elena to get the yeah. car started. And I just love that he sees Elena's face because she just turns around and he immediately says, what happened? Yes. He he knows. He's fully in yeah. the loop. Yeah. He's fully in the loop. Like he knows, like, you know, I feel like if that were like my dad, he'd be like, oh, it's okay. You lost Miss Mystic Falls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Same about that. that. Yeah. Not like, about it's not that. that. It's okay. You're yeah. still a winner to me. Yeah. Like, that's what my, not that yeah. Alaric is her dad, but you know what I mean? That's like the man. Yeah response to be like it's yeah. okay you're a winner like, yeah i mean if he's like the uncle uncles would have even a worse response exactly. they'd be like you'll get him next year like <laughs> you'll get him next year yeah yeah something that's, like that yeah but like he immediately knows like yeah. no knows. elena is not elena's not like that like she doesn't care yeah if, if she's like outside like looks like she's crying or looks like she's intensely upset. upset like it's clearly about something like really serious yes and you know, Lark knows enough about the vampires to know that it probably has something to do with that, and especially Stefan, based on what he's been going through recently. Yeah. Um. So I just like that they kind of throw that little moment in there because it didn't really need yeah. to be, but it was just nice. Yeah. No, it's just nice to have it in there. Um. Then we see Damon get home, and Anna and Pearl are there when he mm-hmm. gets home, and Pearl gives Damon this Gilbert device yes. that we've been hearing about all episode, like no conditions. She yeah. just gives it to him, and she just says, "We want to stay in Mystic Falls. This is our olive branch. This is our apology that yes. like we want to live here in peace, and we don't really want to be a part of it. So we'll give it to you." Yeah, she says, "No catch. We're giving it to you." She does say she doesn't know what it's for. Yeah, I think she said she originally tried to steal the compass that we saw before. Yeah, but yeah, she says she doesn't know what it's for. And, yeah. you know, you have it, you take it. It's an apology. And it's so sad because this is the moment that seals Anna and Pearl's death. Yeah. Because, like, as soon as John figures out that she gave it away, he kills her. Yeah. And then, of course, the device is literally what leads to Anna dying. So it's so sad that they give this to Damon because yeah. it's not a direct reason that they died, but it does put in motion the things that will Yes. end both of their stories yeah so a little bit of a sad um sad. decision there but of course it was done with really good intentions also things that are just not working out and like doing the right thing <laughs> yeah um stefan is at home he's had time to change into his mm-hmm. classic white tank top <laughs> <laughs> yes and elena shows up and you know mm-hmm. they fight about what happened a little bit yeah. because like you know elena she always tries to kind of apologize for Stefan or like yeah. make excuses for him and he doesn't yes. allow her to. And, you know, Stefan is trying to scare her off. He is talking mm-hmm. about how awful he was. And Elena is really bold in like yeah. believing that he wouldn't hurt her in this moment, even yeah. after seeing like what he did to Amber today. Yeah. Um, 
I think that she thought she could do this because of what happened in the last episode, mm-hmm. which I assume would be like, well, it wouldn't be the night before because this episode's been like a few days, I think. But, yeah. Or at least a week. It's been like the whole lead up to Miss Mystic Falls. Yeah. But either way. It was recent. It yeah. was recent. In the last episode, of course, she goes to him at the end. Or he comes to her house, actually. And, like, you know, he says that um, he's struggling with the blood thing and, like, she forgives him and hugs him and kisses him and they're like good yeah and so i think maybe she thought like that i don't know that he would just react in that same way but things have just escalated a lot in the past week or so that it's surprising that she thinks that well she does take the vervain dart which i also love because that shows you know i think that shows the outcome of her conversation with alaric that's true that's probably why they put that in there yeah we don't see that on screen they literally just have like the what's happened yeah alaric saying that but yeah, she has the vervain dart, and I think she's willing to take the risk. And, you know, maybe it will go like it did earlier in the week in the last episode. Maybe it will go like that where, you know, it works out. Everything's kind of okay. But she goes in there armed with the dart, ready to yeah. take him down. So that's I think true. she's like, I might have to do this to get to that end. Yeah, that's true. That is, I think, accurate that, of course, like, that is what ends up happening. Yeah. Um. And so she is really pushing him. And, of course, he does, like, break. And he, you know, is yelling at her and, yeah. like, physically, like, pushes her back into the, yeah. like, cabinet. And he slams his, like, hands mm-hmm. against the cabinet, like, right next to her face. Yes. And, honestly, it's really, like, terrifying for her yeah. in that position. And he does immediately realize, like, what he did and of course, immediately regrets it and yes. realizes it was a mistake. Um, but, you know, the deed is done. He's done what it's he's done. Late. And he starts, like, really crying and, like, getting upset, which, of course, leaves her the opening to use that vervain dart and, yes. like, take him out. Um, and again, to the point of, like, I think she did know what she was going to have to do going in there because Damon immediately comes in, not surprised at all, yeah. not asking, like, what ha- Like, he was obviously listening and waiting. Yeah. And he came in knowing, like, and he says, like, are you sure you want to do this? So clearly, like, Elena formulated It's a preformed plan. plan. And, yeah. Yeah. I do think that she probably hoped that probably. it wouldn't have to go that way. Yeah. But logically, she knew that it would, and she was prepared for that. So... I don't know. It's such a it's such a complex situation. We of course cannot like understand yeah. what the position she was in. Yeah, it's impossible to know. But again, I think the big thing to take away from this is she did go in armed with the vervain dart. Yeah. So no matter what, she knew it was a possibility. And yeah. she started to lose that sort of like unconditional, like unquestioning trust that that's she true. usually has. Like yeah. it started to like come undone a little bit. Yeah, it has. And again, asking Damon for help is, you know, as much as the saving Elena when she was going to be presented and be like abandoned on the dance floor was like a big moment Mm -hmm. for Delena. I think it's equally as big that Damon was the one that was there to help Elena. Obviously, he's the one that had to pick up Stefan and carry him all the way down to the cellar. Elena's not dragging his (laughs) body down there. So like, you know, it's a it's a big moment. And that's what like a lot of the next Mm -hmm. episode is going to be is like, Damon and Elena helping Stefan through this and then both equally being like supporters Damon less so but still not as much but yeah but still and so you know this is a really big moment because we do see a taste of that at the end of this of course this is Stefan's first visit to the Salvatore cellar he's locked (laughs) up and Elena and Damon go to like walk away and Elena just sits down outside the Mm -hmm. cellar like she doesn't want to leave him and Damon realizes and he sits down too. Yes. He it's, stays with her. It's a very sweet moment and it's a really like a solidarity to Stefan and yes. also like Damon to Elena. Yes. And 
Damon's solidarity, I think, not only to Stefan and Elena separately, but to the both of them. Yeah. He's supporting them as a couple too in a way yeah he's helping them come back together because if we believe what stefan said in season eight then damon has already realized that he has an in that he could steal elena away from stefan if stefan proceeds it the way that he is elena can be his in no time yeah um but of course he's not allowing that to happen he's he cares about stefan and like he is gonna help him too so it's such an interesting and complex situation that we've now got our like main trio in yeah um, and that is like really where we end the episode. Next one will be all about Stefan being locked up yeah. and all about like, you know, yeah, how they're going to take care everything. of that. Yeah. Flashbacks. Lots yeah. of flashbacks. Yeah. Lots of flashbacks. Lots to reflect on. Thankfully, Stefan will not have to reflect on any deaths. There were no deaths in this episode. Yeah. So nothing for in memoriam section. Amber just skated by. Near miss. Near miss. She owes truly. her life to Bonnie Bennett, as yeah, many of us do. Really does, as we all do. <laughs> yeah, she she really skated by. Yeah. So no deaths this episode. Yeah. Not a lot of out-of-pocket moments either. No. I personally, I mean, not to this say that this was necessarily like a serious episode, but we're getting more serious than we were in the early yeah. episodes. So there's less things that jump out to me. Of course, we didn't have many notable moments from any Lockwoods, Kelly yeah. Donovan, Tyler Lockwood. You know, none of them were really making any appearances. Yeah, Caroline no. was doing really well this episode. Kelly Donovan's gone. That kind of leaves out the usual suspects. Yeah. Um, John, I guess, was pretty out of pocket just in general as a person, as he usually yeah, is. he kind of is. But, but there was nothing that really stuck out to me. Honestly, most of the moments that stuck out to me were Stefan. Yeah, I think Stefan just really steals the show in this episode. It's hard not to just think of him as the out of pocket. Yeah. So. I kind of, my yeah. vote that I wrote down was Stefan punching the mirror because that was yeah. so unnecessary. Like, why was that what yeah. you decided to take your anger out on? Yeah, that's pretty out of pocket. I also, you know, maybe I would give it to the writers for the <laughs> I'm freaking hungry because that was pretty out of pocket. No, they deserve an award <laughs> for that. Deserve, it was yeah, so good. They deserve an award that's bigger than just our out of pocket yeah. moment. Yeah, maybe the making Amber his therapist. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really have a specific think, out of pocket, but I think just Stefan overall. Yeah, I think we can just give it to Stefan. Yeah, so Stefan, this might be his first, at least for overall, this is definitely Stefan's first overall out of pocket. Definitely. So congrats to Stefan. Yeah. Our best quote, however, I think for me, I do love I'm freaking hungry. Let's be real. Yeah. But I think for me, the best quote is get me Damon Salvatore. Yeah. That, since we watched it, it lives in my head rent free. I think about it every day. I'm thinking to myself, get me Damon Salvatore. (laughs) I know. I don't know how that quote didn't stick out to me more. Like, I've always remembered I'm freaking hungry. Of course. It's like an iconic Vampire Diaries quote at this point. Yeah. But I didn't remember Give Me Damon Salvatore, and it's so good. It's so good. The, like, also the way Liz does it, the head turn, like, almost <laughs> yeah. breaking the fourth wall. Like, yeah. so close. Yeah. Get Me Damon Salvatore. Yeah, I think it has to win just because it's underappreciated, and we need to yeah. spread the word of Get Me Damon Salvatore. I think so, too. So let's say Get Me Damon Salvatore by yeah. Liz Forbes. That must be Liz's first best I quote think win. so, yeah. Um, it's a great one, though. She came in like a, a swinger. Yeah, she really came out. Um, Next thing that came in, clear winner for me. Mm-hmm. Our song of the episode, the best yeah. song in this episode, there were a few songs played. I mean, quite a bit of like orchestral, you know, background music yes. for the dance. But of course, the best song has to be the big Delena dancing song. Um, the winner is, of course, All I Need by Within Temptation. Absolutely. 
it just has to be the winner. It like yes. we talked about, I don't think it's diegetic to the scene. Like I don't think that's actually what yeah. they're playing. But it's because it's so perfect for the moment. Like the yes. lyrics just fit it perfectly. It feels like that tortured romance, the need, the want, yes. everything they're feeling but can't mm-hmm. express. It just works so well. Yeah, it's so good I don't even have an honorable mention. I mean no. nothing even comes close. No, I think there was one song that I thought of early on that I was like, Oh, that's kinda good and then I didn't write yeah. it down because I was like that's it's winner. not gonna be it i know it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna be, be the winner like <laughs> yeah yeah it has to be all i need yes so we'll be adding all i need to our spotify playlist where we have all of the winners of our song yes. of the episode so you can listen to that the link is in our bio it's in our various descriptions and things um you can also find our socials there we have the rip diaries podcast on instagram and tiktok we're always posting fun memes clips edits and other various things And you can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can watch the video version on YouTube. So join us this Thursday, not next Thursday, this Thursday, for season one, episode 20, Blood Brothers. Like we said, big flashback episode while Stefan dries out and remembers how he and Damon became vampires. Yeah, it's a big information dump that next episode, but it's a pretty good one. So looking forward to it. Yeah, I was... I yeah it's a it's a better episode than I remembered (laughs) yeah so we hope we see you for that next episode thank you for watching or listening to this one hope we see you for the next one bye bye